0: Good evening, everyone. It is September 26th, Sunday evening, and I just wanted to try to give the information from the previous podcast and try to make it significantly shorter. On the weather map today, we have a low-pressure system situated over the Kansas area. We're going to talk about that low-pressure system in just about a couple of minutes. High-pressure system situated as of this morning over in northeast Tennessee. That high-pressure system is a classic high-pressure system, which has uh, cooler air being brought in ahead of the system, pushing high temperatures in the upper 60s and 70s for places in New England and onto the mid-Atlantic area. And on the back side, if that high pressure was to be the center of a clock, which is how you are to envision it, when you have those winds coming from the south on the back side, headed north and northeast, especially when the winds come from the southwest, like at the 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. mark, headed Well, actually, probably more like the nine p.m. or 10 p.m. mark and it's headed to the southwest. That's when the real heat starts to come up. Temperatures in the 80s and even 90s can be found as you go out west towards the Kansas area. We also have a high pressure system situated over in Utah. That high pressure system might be a dome of heat because temperatures are in the 80s and 90s all around that. And in fact many of the 80s which are in, in between these systems such as in North Dakota, Montana, Idaho will be turning into the low 90s for tomorrow. Bismarck, North Dakota will have high temperature, 89 degrees tomorrow, not quite 90 degrees, only 89 degrees. That temperature may not hit 90 degrees tomorrow in Bismarck, North Dakota, but high is expected to go up to 91 degrees, according to the National Weather Service for Bismarck, North Dakota, on Tuesday. And high temperatures going into the low 90s for at least uh, two days in St. Louis, Missouri, Monday and Tuesday. Probably upper 80s by Wednesday, says the National Weather Service, before we drop out down into the low to mid 80s, which is still well above normal. Temperatures in St. Louis, Missouri, in the low 90s, that's going to make it warmer over there than in Phoenix, Arizona, where high temperatures are only going to be in the mid to upper 80s. Mid 80s for tomorrow, temperatures eventually going into the upper 80s for the latter part of the week. Those are the high pressure systems. That we have on the map, we have the classic high pressure, which is by Tennessee, and we have the other high pressure system, which might actually be acting as a dome of heat, especially since you see those 80s go all the way up into Canada. And we have a strange low pressure system over in Kansas. I call it strange. Because there are no fronts associated with it, and there's not even any precipitation associated with it on the weather map that I'm looking at. However, the Storm Prediction Center has put that part of the country under a severe thunderstorm risk. So perhaps there is some type of precipitation associated with it. It's just not showing up on the weather map, or perhaps there's dry thunderstorms that's around that area. Plenty of red flag warnings, which would support those dry thunderstorms issued for that area. Red flag warnings means there's extreme fire danger. Uh, Dry lightning is one of the things that does it, but those areas are not known for getting dry thunderstorms, so perhaps we will see possible thunderstorm development. Maybe there's just no organized uh, system over there. Another possibility as to the low pressure over there is just that, similar to the low pressure systems that are always in the desert southwest for the summer seasons, a solid six months from April to October, is even though there's no precipitation or fronts associated with the low pressure systems in the Desert southwest. It's not a storm system, just conditions are so hot over there and so much hotter than the surrounding areas that heat rises quick enough to create its own low pressure. Could be that those temperatures in the 90s in Kansas, especially mid 90s in Wichita, Kansas and Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm sure we will read about places tomorrow morning, places that hit probably the upper 90s for today. And it would be even more exciting if we get up to a high of 100 today someplace in Oklahoma that you never know that's possible. Perhaps that's another explanation for why there's a low pressure system over there. That would be quite rare, but if you look on this next seven weather maps, it does support that because you'll see that low pressure system just doesn't move. It just stays around Kansas. It really, really looks very similar to the low-pressure system that's on those maps for the desert southwest. However, Tom Skilling informs us that for the next couple of weeks, we have an omega, at least for the next week, we have an omega blocking pattern, which is taking place. Omega it means from the Greek alphabet, the letter omega. The wind pattern aloft will be following a pattern that looks like an omega. That's going to bring a high-pressure ridge over to the Midwest, bringing warm temperatures, something similar to a heat dome with a trough in the jet stream uh, low pressure trough going over in the rockies and another one on the east coast maybe that l corresponds to the low pressure trough that would actually is a little bit misplaced instead of kansas perhaps it should be in colorado but there are some questions if we were to say that because temperatures right now are warm in colorado we will have to see perhaps though um, Maybe eventually that is what's going to end up being. But for right now, that low pressure on the weather maps from Kansas remain a little bit of a mystery. Uh, We have a reminder that uh, we have just gone through the the September full moon. It's called the Harvest Moon or the Corn Moon, which takes place on the Tess Vov Tishrei. It is, for those that call it the Corn Moon... It's sad, I know. It's sad because that means the summer humidity that's it's over with. That's where the corn crops, the humidity comes from those corn crops. ...many times, and that's over with. We have an, an enormous cold front moving across the country, actually moving across, off, off of the eastern seaboard, going all the way from northern Maine all the way down the coast to southern Florida, just north of Miami. Then it continues directly west through the Gulf of Mexico into Texas. The only thing is that when it reaches the central part of Texas a cold front means the thing is moving south and it's bringing cold air if that thing should start to move the opposite direction it automatically becomes a warm front so the second the western half of the gulf of mexico the front has decided to move northward, so that part of the front is no longer a cold front. That part is now labeled a warm front because those waters, the warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico, has allowed whatever high-pressure ridge there is over there, has allowed it to expand and push that front north. The thing is still being labeled a cold front, even outside of Miami, even though if, though when you look at that front, you'll see it never moves It never really makes it through Miami. It kind of shows that it does on Thursday, but then when you look on Friday's map or something like that, you see the front really never made it past Miami. So, And that's classic Miami. Then you see an area where just the front disappears. That's known as a washout. Sometimes these fronts just wash out. For some reason, usually that happens in the areas just north of Miami. It doesn't seem like those weather maps reflect a washout for north of Miami, it just shows a cold front. I don't know why it doesn't show a stationary front, especially when you head to Wednesday or Thursday. But there's something about Miami or something that just doesn't allow fronts to move through until the sun's angle is under 43 degrees. I think at that point, when they're outside of the tropical sun area for the months of December and January, those are the two months where those fronts move right through. And they can actually get some quite cold Canadian air where temperatures could drop into the 40s, sometimes even colder. Certainly not swimming weather. Those are the two months where you do not have a guarantee of warmth. You're better off going to Miami for President's Day weekend than you are in December or January. And I would put even Thanksgiving as a question mark for the Miami area. Anything with a sun angle, which is... 43 degrees or higher, we spoke about on previous podcasts, is considered tropical sun. Chicago reaches its peak at 72 degree angle on June 21st. The highest possible is 90 degree angle, which is, happens when the sun's directly overhead, such as in Hawaii during the months of June and July. Currently, it's at a 46 degree angle. That sounds low, but to some say that until it gets down to under 30 degree angle, it's still considered relatively strong sun. The real strong sun, they say, 65 degree angle upwards. That's when you get uh, when you have a rapid spread of that, along with lots of solar insulation, which was spoken about on a different podcast. That's when all those heat domes develop in the northern hemisphere. All of that is gone right now, all of it. So we might have some leftover stuff going on, but. It's really, it's, there is no place right now receiving solar insulation. There's no place in the world. No place in the world. Even the equator is not receiving the type of solar insulation we were receiving this past summer, and summers in general, at 40 degrees north latitude. The equator never gets it. The equator never gets it. That's a... And okay, that's a different discussion, a different topic. Anyways, we go right now into Hoshana Rabbah. It's after Shkia. It is Hoshana It is Mansim Chasinu. It's a day of judgment, a time of happiness. And uh, quite exciting, uh, quite exciting times, without a doubt. <laughs> This podcast has been done within 10 minutes, so it started off 27 minutes, we're down to 10 minutes, and I could probably even make it shorter than that, but I don't know if I'm going to go for that right now. Uh, I don't know if I included the Chicago weather. Temperatures in the 70s for the rest of the week. Chicago is going to be north of the front, but anywhere south of the front, temperatures will be in the 80s. We remain south of the front until tomorrow, later in the day. We become north of the front. The winds turn in off the lake. Highs will be in the 70s. Much of the Midwest will remain south of the front, such as St. Louis, which we spoke about. Lake water temperatures are in the low 60s. I'm not sure why highs are expected to be in the 70s if winds are off the lake. And the water temperatures are in the Low 60s, but that's what the forecast high is. Today, waves were 2 to 5 feet. Tomorrow, 2 to 4 feet. And Shkia today was already at 6.40 p.m. We're dropping about a minute a day, sometimes two minutes. So not any earlier than 6.38 tomorrow. Might be 6.39 Uh, Something like that. And about six minutes earlier for South Bend, Indiana. The weather is pretty much the same in South Bend. It's a little bit warmer there than it will be here in Chicago. They're going to be closer to the warm air of the front. Temperatures will be closer to 80 degrees this week than it would be in Chicago. But in Kankakee, highs are expected to remain in the 80s for most of this week. The next three-month outlook shows above-normal temperatures. And for the next... October shows above normal temperatures are very likely, says skilling warm air temperatures approximately 10 degrees above normal in general, and skilling expects drought-like conditions to develop uh, just really warm, and it doesn't look like we're going to have to pay a price for this warm weather this time around. That's yay. Yay. Final thing we'll mention, that in Stanley, Idaho, forecast high today was 80 degrees, overnight low tonight. After a high of 80 degrees, overnight low tonight, 27 degrees. And I know it's, it's funny that we're making such ridiculousness out of this. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful Hoshana Rabba, a meaningful Hoshana Rabba, and have a wonderful Yontif. Great week.